We are putting one specific family relationship under the microscope today. A relationship that you could argue requires the same skills it takes to be a supportive friend and an overall go-girl kind of person. So here's the question at the heart of it. What kind of sister-in-law are you? My next guest says when you can push through the distance and differences, this in-law relationship has the potential to be validating and encouraging. Studio 5 parenting contributor Heather Johnson is here with advice. This is the third part in a three-part series. We talked about being a good daughter-in-law, being a good mother-in-law, and now with our female focus, we shine the spotlight on the sister-in-law relationship with all of the advice could kind of mm -hmm. cross the board. I mean, being a good sister-in-law kind of, I think, transcends to just being a good human, right? Absolutely, a good person. Although, I started to think that there is potential, maybe untapped potential in this relationship in that your, your women, often mothers, working mm -hmm. towards similar causes, coming together can only be a good thing. It can be. It can be a great thing. And if it comes together, that's even better, right? Sometimes we mesh really well with sister-in-laws. Sometimes we don't. And I think that's one of the first misnomers is that we have to be BFFs with our sister-in-law in order for the relationship to be good. And that is not true. You do not have to be best friends with a sister-in-law for it to benefit your life or for you to show up in it or for you to be connected. We do, though, just like we've talked about with mother-in-laws and daughter-in-laws, we do have to be empathetic if we want this relationship to be of worth, just like any relationship. And that's the word that's popped up over and over again in this series is empathy. We have to have empathy for the other person. We do, which means we're not judging them, right? Whatever they come to us with, we are accepting that it's true to them. Those are such powerful ways to develop relationships. So just like with the other relationships are in the family relationships, we want to make sure we're doing that here also. And then we recognize that it is okay if this doesn't just click, right? Movies tell us all of a sudden sister-in-laws should just be the best of friends. Oftentimes we go into this relationship and we're looking for it to fill a void. Maybe you didn't have a sister or maybe you and your sister aren't too tight. And so you think, oh, one day I'm going to get this sister-in-law and we're just going to be best friends. And if it doesn't work out, sometimes we push too hard and force it away instead of rounding mm. it up. We also go the other way where, you know, I know you have a great relationship with your sisters yeah. and all of a sudden we bring in another sister-in-law and think, well, they're going to be just like my sisters and I. They're going to fit right in. But they're not. Yeah. <laughs> and they're different and they were raised in a different home. And so when we go in with those expectations, it can make this connective relationship really tricky. This is so funny because we took the kids to see the troll movie over the weekend. Branch gets, finds out he, or has three brothers that Poppy learns about. Poppy has a sister she didn't know about. Mm -hmm. So it brought up all these like deep family connection conversations. And Boston said from the back seat driving home, he was quiet. And then he said, well, so does Emmy ever get an older sister? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, no, but one day you're going to marry someone who will be her sister-in-law. Mm -hmm. And without missing a beat, could have been scripted for a movie. Speaking of, <laughs> Emmy said, so choose good, bud. So choose good. We don't have a lot of choice in it, but I appreciate you what don't. you're saying to not force it mm -hmm. and to recognize it can be healthy and it can be happy without being tight. It's exactly right. Without, again, being BFFs. You yeah. don't have to do that. How do we then set that relationship up for success? What are the foundational structures that make that work? Yeah, when we're looking to set uh, this relationship up for success, we want to get to know our sister-in-laws as individuals. Okay. Get to actually know them. Find out what makes them tick. Learn about them. Again, this nod to just simply being friends. If I'm friends with someone, I care about them. I know if there's a struggle they're going on that's going on in their life. I know what their usually their favorite color is and when their birthday is. We need to know those things. From there, we set it up to succeed when we always give a sister-in-law the benefit of the doubt mm. regardless I wondered if you'd say that this is a good mm -hmm. power play for any female relationship mm -hmm. benefit of the doubt always 
Now, always, it's an absolute. We're going to use it anyways. No matter what they say, offer the benefit of the doubt that they're not trying to intentionally hurt you. Yeah. We don't actually know if they are, and sometimes maybe they are, but we don't know. But when we offer the benefit of the doubt, it helps us show up as a good sister-in-law. And that's why we do it. Not because we're trying to solve something with them or figure them out, mm -hmm. but because it helps us show up. We also set a relationship up to succeed when we eradicate jealousy and when we don't compare. Mm -hmm. And both of them are really prevalent amongst females, and especially in this relationship, where with sister-in-laws we worry about and become jealous. We can do a lot of comparing, especially when it comes to our children. What are your children doing versus what are my children doing? And especially when we look at what parents offer to different families. Mm -hmm. So it's, wait, why did parents give my sister-in-law this, but I didn't get that, or mm -hmm. vice versa? Oh, like grandparents. Right, grandparents. So we wanna make sure that we are not comparing that really helps this relationship get off on a really good foot. And if it's already there and you're struggling in it, we can always step back com from comparison and jealousy. So step back from it. Look at that. Right? Step right back away Look from that it. that simple permission. Just like that, step right? Step back. Just because it's been there doesn't mean it has to stay. Yes. Right? Respect needs to lead out. Mm -hmm. We're going to respect them as individuals. This means we're going to respect that maybe they celebrate holidays different than we do. Or maybe they parent different than we do, right? We're going to respect the relationship they have with our sibling and make sure that we're not critical of it and allow them to figure out whatever that marriage looks like. It means that we are going to respect the fact that, again, those opinions and those thoughts and ideas, they might be different and that marriage might be different, but it's theirs. Mm -hmm. It's not ours. Mm -hmm. So we're going to make sure that we respect that they're going to go about their relationships that same way, whatever way is good for them. Respect we're, is key. We're going to communicate. We are. We're going to communicate, which means when we go into a room and they're there, we are going to say hello to them. You know what? Thank you. Those basic yes. niceties that sometimes get washed over. Yes. When we leave to go home from whatever gathering we're at or the movies, yeah. we're going to say goodbye. Yeah. Not to our siblings, not just to our nieces and nephews. We're actually going to go say goodbye to them also. Eyeball to it, eyeball, adult to adult. We're going to make it very personal and yeah. make sure. When we're communicating, we're going to make sure that we're communicating with them directly. Thanksgiving, Christmas, instead of going through my brother to find out what his wife is going to do. I can reach out to her myself, and we can have a relationship to figure out who's doing mashed potatoes and who, who's helping with stuffing. Mm -hmm. We can have those. We also want to make sure we're communicating about some really key dates. Birthdays, Mother's Day, and anniversary, their wedding anniversary. Reach out and connect and communicate. Send the text. It doesn't have to be a gift, but honor and respect that they have those important days in their lives. They're really great ways for us to show, hey, we're friends. And I think about you, and I care about you. My own sister is so good at this. She has, you know, a big extended in-law family, yeah. writes birthday cards at the beginning of the year, dated, stamped, mm -hmm. ready to send, really good at the anniversary acknowledgement, and that means a lot when you feel seen on those special days. Absolutely, and that anniversary one, we often overlook it, but it's actually really important because it's the official day that you became sister-in-law. Right. Right? That they joined your, your birthday. family. It is. It's the birthday of that marriage, and so to say, hey, here's a nod to the fact that this day mattered to all of us, not just to you and my sibling. I love that. Everyone. I love that. In the last minute we have together, how can we better connect with our sisters in law? Good ways to connect with them are when we seek their advice, mm. when we actually reach out, and when we are asking for advice more than we are telling them advice, giving them advice. And it's a really great way to create that connection when we reach out and say, what do you think about this? Especially if you've got a sister-in-law who's above or below you in age. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're going through something that you have yet to experience. What a great opportunity. It doesn't mean we have to take the advice. Just because we ask doesn't mean we need to do it, yeah. but we can absolutely say, hey, you already have a 12-year-old. What did you think about this? Or this is a struggle over here. 
Did you guys ever face it and how did you navigate it? Mm -hmm. So we connect in beautiful ways when we're willing to ask for that advice and when we're willing to reach out and acknowledge. It's another way to say, hey, you're a person and you have experiences and a past and a history and a background and I'm going to honor and respect it by allowing us to connect that way, to communicate that way. I love this. I love this. Great girlfriend advice across the board, but especially when you consider applying it to the sister-in-law relationship, you can see how those mm -hmm. cords would strengthen. Heather, thank you. Thank you very much. Heather has a private practice where she coaches individuals and families. You can find her contact information on our website, studio5.ksl.com.